Get all the way to like 11 o'clock at night. This is a Lego con- uh, set on a, on a larger scale. Yeah. Imagine you lost your instructions. That's basically what this was. Welcome to episode 105. This episode of 2 is see we talk about mermaid controversy. Where my mushu at? And Anthony and I suit up for battle. I'm out for it. Wow. Flores, and I'm Anton Duong. I've heard uh, my best group that came out there. Yeah. Alan Flores. Yeah, you could have rolled the tongue a little bit there. <laughs> Uh, Anton, we've had a very long uh, gap since we recorded. Yeah, recorded. very long gap because, uh, I mean, for whoever's watching this on YouTube, I mean, there's not a gap at all. But I haven't really got a chance to put together our last episode for the podcast listeners. And uh, I have to tell you, dude, this week has been insanely crazy. Usually Mondays is when I edit the episode. Yeah. But this whole entire week, we had something at work. Um, and it's kind of like an unexpected project. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a upcoming event in Las Vegas. We have a uh, booth at one of the beauty shows. Uh, I, I, I help work on some of the stuff. So don't like going to Defcon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they sent uh, we 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 had someone design a booth and they basically sourced it overseas. Uh-huh. And usually when stuff is being sourced overseas, it's cheaper, but it's cheaper for a reason. Oh, it's foam. <laughs> no, it's not just foam. The stuff comes in container. Uh-huh. There's over like 10 different pallets and everything is labeled, but it doesn't make any sense. There's no instructions. So it's Ikea furniture. Yes. <laughs> well, at least Ikea furniture, you have pictures and you get to see like, you know, where yeah, bolts yeah. and stuff stuff go but this one is like more of an impromptu they they have uh we got a rendered picture of what the whole entire booth looks like we have no instructions so we had to lay everything out and uh, uh one day we set uh one day one whole day we spent just laying things out all the uh-huh. way to like Unpacking 11 everything. o'clock at night this is this is a Lego con- uh, set on a on a larger scale. Yeah, imagine you lost your instructions. That's basically what this was. So our second day was on Tuesday. We spent the whole day uh, trying to build uh, the storage, um, which is the box that you usually see at trade shows, mm-hmm. and there's like a door. Yeah. So there was a lot of stuff that was very unsettling about it because it's not it doesn't feel like it was enforced. Like some of the structure wise, it, it would just wobble back and forth, which is a bad thing. If someone knocks it over, the yeah. whole entire booth knocks over. Yeah. And the thing is, nobody has to be like malicious to do it either. It could honestly be the floor is just so crowded. And, and there's points in convention centers where there's just like some people crowded in a little alley or lane. And yeah. We're just bumping this stuff. Exactly. So we had to uh, go to Home Depot a bunch of times because we had to figure out uh, what what do we need? Like uh, You need uh, a Mexican. I- that's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, surprisingly over here, I think it's... Well, Cubans. Yeah, Cubans. <laughs> Cubans and Puerto Ricans. Yeah, um, yeah but... <laughs> yeah, so uh, I came up with the idea to do um, bolts and wing nuts. Okay, so kind of easy, uh, bolts. To, easy yeah. to twist off. Yeah, it, it's better to hand tighten everything because, I mean, if you... 
if you hand drill everything, it, it's probably like a one-time use thing. And a lot of the screws, mm-hmm. sometimes it, you know, um, over-tighten something and it would just burst. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you can, and same thing with like, you know, certain IKEA furniture too. If you over-tighten the screw, you'll like, kind of crack the wood or crack whatever the material is. So mm-hmm. um, you, I'm guessing the, the material is not that good either. Is it at least like solid wood or is it like... Okay, so, so imagine this. Like, you know, those plywoods? Uh-huh, the particle board um, or whatever. Yeah, imagine that, but it's... The material is made of like recycled stuff that's compressed. Yeah. Yeah. So that stuff doesn't really last that long. Once you drill it in, that's it. That's like a one-time use thing. But we want to keep on reusing this thing. Um, I mean, it wasn't really our design. Someone was responsible for it. But I mean, we don't really have a choice. The next day, we started working on the flooring because the flooring is very confusing too because uh, it's all in tiles mm-hmm. and we have to put like um, a, a bottom layer first mm-hmm. to enforce people stepping on top of the tiles. Yeah. And then we would have to build a border. Um, they sent us a crap ton of them. Uh, Did you so have spares? yeah, we had a lot of spares. So we basically had to do our own math by, uh, you know, measuring the area mm-hmm. and then how much materials we need. So that was a really big problem for us. Um, yeah. So that was pretty much my whole entire week. And then it was all up to the last minute to where the Halo convention uh-huh. was around. Yeah. And I was, okay, so well, I was supposed well, to go uh, on Friday. Be, be, before before you get to the Halo convention, okay. you had to do something very painful and that you told me about on Wednesday after I told you what I saw. And you're like, I had to cancel mine. Oh, yeah. So Spider-Man yeah, came, out, came out on Tuesday. And because I was stuck there at the warehouse trying to build the booth, I couldn't go watch Spider-Man. So I had to cancel. I had to cancel that. Um, when life gets in the way of your geekiness, it's gone too far. Yes, it has gone too far. <laughs> so I didn't get to see it until Thursday night. Uh, and, and even on Thursday, when we were working on the flooring, we, we just finished halfway. And I was like, ah, screw you guys. I, I got to go see this movie. <laughs> and I, I watched the last one, which was like around like nine something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, you know, I just, just go straight to the convention. I, I'm curious. Okay. Um, because I didn't realize it was this soon. I thought it was uh, in August, but I guess that's the one in Anaheim. Yeah, that's the one in Anaheim. So uh, Friday rolls around and I was still working on the flooring and everything. And I got I, I was expecting to finish around three o'clock. So then that way I can uh, go to the convention and, and um, you know, check a look around and stuff like that. But I didn't get off work until like 530. Mm-hmm. So once I got off work. I went straight there and didn't close until nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they opened an extra hour for VIP, which okay. is a good thing. Yeah. So anyways, I got there. Uh, I went to the merchandise area to see all the exclusive stuff. And dude, um, when I got into this convention, it was small. It's really small compared to a lot of ones I've ever, uh, I've been to. Uh, it, it is ridiculous. You've been to the Anaheim Convention Center, right? Yes. Uh, how would you like? How would you size it? Like a third of that size? Okay, so yeah. you uh, you know how big the Anaheim Convention is? It, it's like um, room after room after room, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say it's probably about. It only opens up two rooms. So two thirds of the the section. Yeah, two like because there's 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 three major parts of that Anaheim mm-hmm. Convention Center. That It'll probably show. be only one part. One part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's probably the size of like uh the 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 candy convention. Cupcake. No, what was it called? The I know it's a sweets convention. The L A. Yeah, I forgot what it was. Cookie Con. Cookie Con. There we go. I was thinking something with a C. 
Um, that's probably <laughs> the size of a cookie con. Then that's that's depressing considering how big the Halo universe is. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, I went to the merchandise area and uh, I saw something that a lot of people were carrying around. So I was like, oh, I want that. So I'll probably uh, uh, ask for that and see if I can get it. So I got there. I was like, oh, um, I'll take a Master Chief helmet, please. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, the, the girl was like. Yeah, we're out of that. Oh, darn it. Um Were were they legit helmets or were they like kind of like uh, statues? They they're legit helmets. Like you can actually put it on. Okay, cool. I was see yeah. I, when you showed me the list of stuff I was kind of like I want the helmet, but at the same time like I'm probably going to be disappointed. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm good. I'll just go with the shirt or something." Yeah. So, uh yeah, I asked her that and she's like, "Oh, yeah, we don't have it." I was like, "Oh, damn it. Um I'll get that um backpack right there." And she's like, "Yeah, we're out of that too." <laughs> I was like, oh my god, so what do you have? Yeah, <laughs> well, like, oh, we have the Funkos, uh, we have uh, shirts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't they sell the demo? The the, the display one. <laughs> like, yeah. That, that's yeah. one less thing they have to carry back. Yeah, so that's what I said. I was like, uh, so can I get, get the one that you guys have on there? She's like, oh yeah, we might be getting some tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay. Then you would All put right, up a so new one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, I only had like two hours left. So, I got in line for uh, the combat deck, is basically a laser tag uh, experience. But it's not, it doesn't feel like uh, like those laser, laser tags that you go to, like mm-hmm. where you strap on that thing. Yeah. And then, yeah. You have sensors um, or whatever. Yeah. This one was very impromptu and it works so well uh, compared to all the other uh, laser tags that I've ever been to. Uh-huh. So you basically wear this like headband thing that had like uh, lights on it and it's basically sensors. Mm-hmm. And then the the rifle that you have is the assault rifle that you have in the game, yeah. uh, in the Halo game. So this assault rifle has um, a couple buttons on it, but mm-hmm. the only main thing that you need to do is just shoot and also hit the reload button. Uh, so when you got when you get into this um, this laser tag game, they give you yeah. two modes. The first mode that they let you play is assault, which is where you um, uh, big team battle mm-hmm. where you shoot the other team, and there's obstacles and everything uh, that you can hide behind. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it kind of does that Halo thing where when you shoot somebody or when you get hit, your your health bar goes down. Oh, okay. So so it can go halfway and then you can hide for a little bit and it will go back up, kind of like uh, how Halo does it. Boo. Yeah. Where it goes back up. Uh, but if you die, you have to go back to your spawn area and then wave your gun to uh, re- refresh the sensors. Mm-hmm. And it goes boop, goes back up like how you um, yeah. like how you Ooh. revive in the game. So, uh, yeah, so that's Assault. Our team won. Uh, I was the red team. It was red versus blue. Um, the second round was Snipers. Kind of similar to when we played Halo. Uh, the mm-hmm. Snipers uh, game is a two-shot kill. Okay. So it doesn't matter where you hit. As long as it's two shots, it's it's a kill. But if you hit a headshot, it's, it's an instant kill. Yeah. Uh, the two-shot kill is uh, one drains your shield. The other one kills you. Yeah. 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 So that was pretty awesome, dude. Um, it, it, it felt like it was a little short. But, I mean, it had enough time for you to experience it. I think they gave you probably about uh, a 10-minute game, which is... Yeah, still pretty I mean, decent for, for a big for for a convention or whatever that's a pretty good experience mm-hmm. yeah so uh i did that it took me an hour and a half in line and that was towards the end of the day and the line was it looked shorter mm-hmm. that night than on saturday saturday was triple the the size of that line that i was in um but anyways the next day i came back i, I got to experience some of the other stuff uh the halo ring experience mm-hmm. where they give you a tour of um you know what the ring uh, halo ring is all about yeah like you know the, you probably know most of the stories and 
all the lore already about what the ring is like you know there's life on there um like how they they have like giant machines under mm-hmm. that kind of like uh help uh run the whole entire world yeah the the ter- the sentinels yeah the sentinels yeah. Yeah, so they basically tell you about the Sentinels, they tell you about the Forerunners, they tell you mm. about the Plague, um, and then uh, they kind of give you like an experience of flying around and uh, see what the whole ring is about. So that's kind of a cool experience, but uh, the wait was a little too long. It was almost like two and a half hours for me for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did the Pelican training, which Ooh, is um, flight simulator. Going, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was gonna be really cool, where you actually like feel like you're you're in there and you know flying and stuff, but mm. it wasn't like that. So they have you come in, sit down, and uh, they basically give everybody a station. So uh, when something happens, you have to stand up, go to your station, and then you have to do stuff together. So you have to com- communicate with everybody. So they go, all right, uh, you need to turn on oxygens. So everybody in the whole entire Pelican has to turn on their oxygens. Mm-hmm. So there's a screen in front of you and it tells you what switches uh, that uh, needed to be switched on. Yeah. And if there was a station that didn't get to switch on, you, you basically say, hey, station number five, you got to turn it on. <laughs> so, yeah, that's basically what it was. Um, for a two hour wait, that wasn't worth it. Yeah. It was only like four or five minutes long yeah, i would think like the laser tag would be more worth it mm-hmm. um okay so summarizing this how mm-hmm. much was like how much was it was the convention and was it worth it uh the convention alone if they had more experiences and have more people uh doing other things so that way you know the the, the weight is a lot less uh-huh. then uh, i think it's totally worth it um if you were to go and experience it for a day i don't think you can you can experience everything. You probably have to do two days to experience everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the one last thing that I would say, uh, the training grounds, the VR thing was yeah. pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Like they strap you on and it feels like you're in Halo. Um, the only thing about that is it doesn't look like a fully functional game. Yeah, it's, it's probably very minimal, mm-hmm. um, very limited experience. Yeah. Uh, how much um, was how much was the you got the three day one, right? OK, so, yeah, I got the three day one. One day is sixty dollars. Uh, three day is one hundred and thirty dollars. OK, yeah. Um, one more th- cool thing that I would like to mention is you download the app and you can go around and scan barcodes to collect things. It's, it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. OK, yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I started playing with that um, when I was there for the first day. Um, um, before I, I left at night. But the next day, uh, I don't know. I, I think you have to spend a lot of time there in order to, to experience everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tan. Um, let's see here. Uh, oops, I don't know why I opened that. Uh, the other thing is one bit of news that mm-hmm. I'd like to show you, and you probably saw it, but just in case, uh, go to the Discord show images. Mm-hmm. Um, I par- finished one part of my costume. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finished my Very shield. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, way better than I thought it was going to come out. So I'm proud mm-hmm. of myself of that one. Um, like as Neo Microphone were putting on the, the star, we're like, oh, it's coming together. Actually, it looks legit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the, the laying laying out the sh- the the stripe and the star and the circle, mm-hmm. pain in the ass because you have to center everything. If it's not centered, it's not gonna lay out right. Yeah, it uh, looks pretty centered to me. Yeah, now it looks centered. <laughs> <laughs> when it's just like a giant red circle, you're like, where's the center? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just looks like a target yeah exactly um but yeah so that's that's done um mm-hmm. this that's part of one of the few things i got to work on this weekend this my weekend has been full of uh, uh kids parties for mm-hmm. even though i don't have kids 
uh like my niece's birthday party was this morning so that's why i couldn't record this morning um it was fun though i mean it's it's mm-hmm. i get to load up on uh on candies and donuts and stuff so it's cool i enjoy yeah. it <laughs> um all right then you also got to do one more fun thing i'm not the only one having fun what's going mm-hmm. on with jurassic park uh jurassic park this is actually not here this is actually in california Oh, uh, that's right. I might yeah. put in the wrong section there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they actually upgraded the ride in uh, Universal Studios Hollywood for yeah. Jurassic World. It's no longer Jurassic Park. Yeah. And um, this ride, dude, I saw the POV. It looks freaking awesome. Um, the layout is pretty similar to the old one. Uh, the only thing that makes this one different than the previous one is the very first part when you actually start to get into uh the park itself mm-hmm. um in this one you get to see you, you know how like uh in the first Jurassic World movie mm-hmm. there's that um scene where there's like a uh there's like a dinosaur fish like a gator or something mm-hmm. and there it's like a splash zone that people were in kind of like a sea world area yeah yeah that's basically what what what's in the very beginning of of this part so you get to experience something like that and then it goes into some of the old stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, that they kind of renovated to match uh, Jurassic World. Um, and then back to that building, and then uh, you see T-Rex, and you drop again. Yeah. So um, overall, I think it for the experience for the very beginning, it's probably worth it because it looks so awesome. Yeah, I, they've been promoting it like crazy um, mm-hmm. in commercials on Hulu and just like regular, regular TV. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I put that in the wrong section. My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Uh, let's see here. There was one more thing that we wanted to cover. Oh, yeah. The con- Comic-Con is coming up quick. Yeah. I think by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be uh, that following weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's going to be a little bit chaotic for us. It's been a while since well, we've been to San Diego Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure some things have changed. Some things like the chaos have never changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't uh, It's been a while since we've gone. They have started doing the 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 wristbands where uh-huh. if you want to get into hall h you would have to line up and they give you wristbands mm-hmm. so uh it goes by color so if you have a specific color you get to go in first in uh-huh. the morning uh-huh. so they basically give you the wristbands and then they open up the lines uh at five o'clock in the morning so they they close it at 1 a.m and then open it back up at 5 a.m. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but you set the line up to get the wristbands, all right? Pretty much the wristbands are just there, so you're not lined up all day there, right? Yeah. So you just have to stay in line until 1 a.m. when they mm-hmm. close it. Yeah. So that way you can go wherever and then come back again. Pass. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the schedule has been released. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going Thursday, no, Friday, Saturday, right? Yeah, Friday and Saturday. Um, I have not looked at the schedule yet in, in total. I kind of just skimmed to see what's there. Mm-hmm. Um, have, has anything popped out to you that you want to check out? Yeah. Uh, this is one of the first years that they're bringing back the Marvel panel. Yeah. MCU panel. Uh, they're doing a whole 90 minutes of it. So, uh, I think they're probably going to unveil the lineup of what movies to come. Hall H, right? Yeah, Hall H. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know which day it is, but let me double check real quick here. Yeah. So while you do that, uh, I do want to reply to one of our listeners, Lupe, that commented on our last video. Uh, for this one, we didn't get press passes. We had to uh, get, you know, buy it the old-fashioned way. Um, but it was a two-prong attack. We applied for press, but we also tried to get the. We, we also, you know, didn't want to miss out and trying to get the regular tickets. So it worked yeah. out. If not, we would have been screwed over and we would have missed out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so uh, it is on Saturday. Oh, okay. So I am totally down to Campa on Friday night if you're not down. Uh, I mean, I'm going to have to. I mean, and then mm-hmm. Kevin Smith is going to be there the following like 15, like half an hour later. So mm-hmm. uh, let's see here. I, You know what? Nothing really... You know, is it is it me or am I am, is is the smaller panels more exciting? Like I think like last year, like not last year, last time we were there, two thousand eleven. Dude, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I kind of like wanted to do more of the smaller panels, but uh, it was just easier just to stick to the bigger halls, like Hall H and Ballroom. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what it's called. Ballroom twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ballroom twenty. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ballroom Twenty is where I pissed off those uh those uh, uh tr- is it True Blood Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Vampire Diaries uh, Vampire fans. Diaries yeah yeah hardcore fans <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't care about it um but it looks like Hall mm-hmm. Hall B uh Ballroom Twenty is gonna be uh pretty much Fox Properties for uh mm. for Thursday I think mm-hmm. um who's that Friday Saturday uh because in in Ballroom B you have uh you know, the Simpsons American Dad Family Guy the Orville um a little bit of the DC stuff in there but they're yeah. taking over the, the midday thing um again i kind of i don't know i i really think i want to do the smaller panels mm-hmm. um just to kind of see what there is uh, yeah I'll, we I'll, might have to split up so then you can cover that and i can cover other things but then i'll be lonely <laughs> <laughs> um that's true though because my my brother and josiah from the comic syndicate they did get their press passes and they'll be mm-hmm. uh probably doing interviews themselves so that we won't mm-hmm. we won't all be hanging out mm-hmm. um yeah i mean i i hope that you know the reception in in san diego comic-con has gotten better for some cell phones yeah i hope so uh it's kind of hard because i mean there are so many people connected to it that's the only reason why yeah uh, you can't really get signal i know but i'm saying like i would hope that like you know over time the the cell phone companies have have you know tried to add more uh you know channels Mm -hmm. because that's it's not just during comic-con i mean there's other events that go on um, even like Fleet Week for the Navy, there it gets chaotic. Everything, yeah. Every, I think like you know, it was crazy. Um, there was a convention about earlier this month, and for me, uh, dude, it was it was a lot of people, and surprisingly, I had a lot of signal. However, at this Halo convention, I didn't really get that good of a reception. Hmm. Yeah, because I was standing in line, I was trying to surf the web, but uh, I wasn't getting a whole lot of uh, uh, speed. I might have just found the room I want to be in. Okay. Uh, Saturday, room 24 ABC. Uh, inside the writer's room, the breakdown. I've really seen that one. Um, designing the action of Aquaman, Dark Phoenix, and more. Uh, intro to TV writing, the first draft to getting staffed. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Do you <laughs> want to get staffed, Anton? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't. <laughs> uh, Invader Zim. Uh, celebrate four years of Invader Zim comics and uh, with Oni present, president and publisher. Okay, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I think the Invader Zim one just stuck, just kind of called out to me there. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. Though. I, and, and so one of our friends, Jerome, he reached out because uh, he saw... Oh, what did I post? That he oh the shield. He saw, mm. he saw the shield and he's like, oh, you're dressing up for Comic Con. Like, yeah, one day because uh, uh, it's, it's a flight suit that we're wearing, so it's gonna get damn hot. I'm not gonna wear that the whole weekend. It's gonna get very <laughs> stinky. Um, yeah. So if, if more reason that you don't want to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm like yeah i'm gonna be going it's like oh cool so he's telling me about the schedule and uh he's telling me he already has his stuff planned out and he's like I'm, he's like what are you gonna do i'm like i haven't seen the schedule you need to plan it out. i'm like i i got time like it's fine like i'm, I'm not gonna go there without a plan but I'm, i mean i got time dude calm down I'm like yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I'm looking to the thing. I Hall H, yes, of course, I have some good stuff. But I don't yeah, know. There's I, so many things on here. I don't, I don't even know where to start because I mean, uh, I, I, Marvel's Agents of Shield is in a Hall Hall H. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, I'm starting to like a lot of the uh, Studio Ghibli stuff. So what's that? That Studio Ghibli. They they do stuff like um, Howling's Moving Castle, Spirited Away. Mm. Um, okay. Ponyo. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the, the the iconic enemy ones that we all know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I I need to kind of see which one I want to stick to. If anything, it might come down to you taking Hall H and me trying to get into uh, ballroom, uh, ballroom ballroom twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Well, you get to, you, you probably get to see Cobra Kai again. Uh, ooh, yeah, the panels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean Saturday. Uh, they're they're in ballroom twenty. So. Uh, let's see here. Friday ballroom twenty. Sci-fi wires. It came from the nineties. Oh, well, never mind. Uh, Cobra Kai's on Thursday. That's so. fine. Uh, Hulu's Veronica Mars Revival, Steven's Universe, Steven Universe, sorry, uh, Entertainment Weekly, Brave Warriors, The Boys, which we'll talk about <clears throat> later on, uh, Carnival Row, TV Guide's fan favorite, th- I mean, Premiere, Batman, Hush, I don't know. Uh, I, ooh, Doctor Who, what's that one? Universal Classic. See, I, I think some of the panels are like talking about more like analyzing the pop culture part than, than, you know, than the studio trying to promote some sort of uh, yeah. new project is kind of calling out some more, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Barroom 20 on Saturday has veronica mars um because uh hulu is reviving it friday so they're they're doing a world premiere on that day too friday friday yeah, yeah. sorry friday yeah <laughs> uh but yeah we'll see you then okay mm-hmm. uh ready to get the show started because we're like half an hour in <laughs> yeah no problem <laughs> let's get started all right let's get into news here right. oh actually before we get to news uh, no i'm already going what's going on what uh <laughs> I, I i forgot to show you oh no <gasps> you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> And my girlfriend's gonna call me out because I told her I never swear. <laughs> that was that was justified. Yes. How much was the helmet again? It's about forty bucks. That's not bad. I actually like it. Yeah. I like that it lights up. Yeah. Right. It, it, I I really thought that I wasn't gonna get it because they said that they're only having a a certain window of time that they're gonna have the shipment come in. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was there at one o'clock. They said it's gonna be one to two. Uh, around two thirty is when they had it, and then a bunch of people started lining up to get it. You bastard! So I'm yeah. guessing it was limited. Yeah, very limited. Yeah, <sighs> I hate you. All right, news. <laughs> All right, news time. Uh, first story. I hate Anton. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh lady gaga uh there's rumor going around that lady gaga is gonna be joining the mcu uh she it, it sounds like mcu wants her to play uh lady lila which is gonna be rocket's love interest in guardians of the galaxy volume three lady lila yeah it's like a i want to say a fox i think it's a fox okay. uh l y l l a fox you mean uh trash panda no that's a that's <laughs> raccoon <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's I mean, there's rumors about that. I I mean, it's still so far out, so it would make sense that they're they'd be talking to her now. Now that mm-hmm. they got their script rolling, they're starting production. Um, Lady Lila is really one of those characters that can be voiced later on. They don't mm-hmm. need her until like you know the voice dubbing starts taking effect. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, possible. I don't know how you would feel about it. I I, I haven't seen any of her movies or shows. I know she's been on American Horror Story, which I have not seen. My girlfriend has already uh, lectured me about having to watch it because it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, you saw and sang a lot of uh, Stars Born. Yeah, she's really good in it. So I wouldn't be surprised that she would knock this out of the park too. Unless she's trying to like kind of expand her her repertoire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, COD Cross. Uh, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019, well, coming out in 2019, I should say. Uh, it's confirmed it's going to be having cross-platform play within PS4, Xbox One, and, P- and PC at launch. Dude, that is pretty awesome. But uh, I have a feeling. 
Cross-play with PCs going to be very... Um, oh, to be very bitter. Unfair. Yeah, yeah. Very unfair. Yeah, you're going to automatically tell. Um, if you have... The, if you're not a gamer and you... Or if you have an experience playing against a, a PC person, uh, the mouse reflex is super, super quick compared to trying to use a joystick to adjust your aim mm-hmm. um, on the fly. Uh, so you can quickly tell who's who has keyboard and mouse and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but there might be a reason for that, Anton, because rumor is... Rumor, rumor has it that mm-hmm. the multiplayer for call of duty will be able to hold up to 200 player battle royale yeah that would be awesome and i I guess the cool thing about call of duty this one in general Mm -hmm. is that infinity war is coming back to do it yeah i think that's why they're trying Mm -hmm. to hit a big because it makes sense like i mean if you want a 200 player battle royale you want to have as many players to be you know included in it as you can so it would make sense they want to try and include all three platforms Mm-hmm. Um, I also saw there's rumors that they that that Halo might be coming to PS4 as a, oh yeah I heard about that too mm-hmm. yeah so I'm kind of curious to make that that they'd be re- at least re-releasing the old ones for PS4 kind of yeah the Master Chief collection yeah and then the yeah. any future game might have cross-platform play on that one too I like this I, I like that it's kind of finally uh, the whole like well, I, I guess there's still gonna be licensing and stuff like that but you know there, there's no reason we should be separated because of licensing let's all come together you know, We're you, all you know this is all happening because Stadia yes it is <laughs> it really mm-hmm. it really is because everybody's trying mm-hmm. to uh, fight the stadium uh, uprising. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I agree. All right. Uh, there's a little bit of online controversy. Uh, the Little Mermaid, which is going to be one of the live action movies coming out, uh, I think 2021, if I can, if I can remember right. Mm-hmm. 2020 at the, at the earliest. Uh, Little Mermaid's going to be the next Disney live action. They finally casted their Ariel, and it's going to be, I'm pretty sure I'm saying this name right, uh, Hallie Bailey. Uh, people might recognize her from Grown Ish, uh, but she got her music, she got a career as a musician with Chloe, Chloe and Hallie. I, I honestly don't know who she is, but uh, there's a lot of controversy because she's black and not a redhead. <coughs> uh, you got that in reverse, Anton. You unmuted when you oh, crossed. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, that, that that is kind of weird that you know a lot of people would picture a redhead and for Little Mermaid, and now they can't have that same image anymore mm-hmm. uh, being represented. Uh, it may piss a lot of people off, but we're at the time and age where anybody can play anybody and you can't really, you know, say no. Well, here, um, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. However, there would be way more outrage if it was like Princess Tiana being played by a a white girl. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the whole thing is like, I I think people forget what racism is and being racist towards white people is just as racist as being racist to any other race. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I don't have a problem with her being black. I mean, Ariel's a mermaid. Mermaids are a fantasy that they can be whatever they want. I mean, it's like Aquaman. He was blonde in the comic books. Now he's a dark haired beard and dark skin. Fine. Whatever. Samoan. <laughs> but I'm saying though, like if anything, mm-hmm. Samoan feels more ocean, <clears throat> ocean centric than a blonde mm-hmm. guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I see no problem with this. I mean, I like that they picked somebody that focused on the singing, um, rather than just appearance. So mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I, I'm kind of curious about this one, but yeah, the, the controversy was so hard on this one. Um, yeah, people and, took it pretty hard on this. But um, it's, it's, online. it's funny because some people were trying to be so like not racist about it. <laughs> They're like, mm-hmm. they picked her. Why, why not like a redhead? And people were like, <laughs> people were commenting, what's wrong with her? I, I'm just saying, like, they're like, they're trying to skirt around the fact they don't want to say, 
because she's black. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people are hating because she's black. Yeah. All right. Done. Uh, last bit of news that we have here. This is exciting for me because you know I'm a big mm-hmm. Pacific Rim fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix has signed a deal with Legendary Pictures to create a Pacific Rim anime coming in 2020. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's confirmed for two seasons, and it's gonna be a story of two siblings who who pilot an abandoned Jaeger, uh, Jaeger mech, in an attempt to find their missing parents. Oh wow! So they actually have a uh, full synopsis for the the, the I'd, show. It, I would say it's very high level. Um, okay. Uh, th- yeah. This I'm sure there's gonna be way more to the story. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's better way to look for your parents than to use a mech. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to have to like be forced to drift with a sibling to uh to operate the mech just to search for them. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there's gonna be more to it, but yeah, that's kind of the the high level story they're going with here. Well, what's up with Netflix and uh they're 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 doing so many like robot uh animes on there now. They're going hard into anime. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Evangelion and stuff like that. Like they, I, I think Netflix is seeing that anime is still very much um not ignored but segregated. So like you know, Crunchyroll has its own thing, whatever. Uh, Funimation and something, but for uh, non-anime fanatics, it's not accessible. Like I, mm-hmm. I like anime. I know which animes I would like, but I'm not going to spend money on Crunchyroll just to watch those or check out the new ones. To Attack on Titan, dude, they just ended this season uh, this past week. Holy crap! Story changes everything that you know about, um, you know the the whole world. Um, Which I need and, to catch up on because that cliffhanger yeah. in season one, it's that that itself was like what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, season three just ended. Yeah. Uh, season four is going to be the final one. Yeah. And and that's yeah. you know what that's one thing I like about animes is that they they seal up the story. They 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 run they do their run and then they close it up. Um, yeah. I feel American TV is very good with <laughs> just milking things until it's nobody cares about anymore <laughs> just a yeah. heeping uh heeping husk uh, but no, I mean, an- other animes that Netflix is getting is going to be, uh, I guess they're doing an altered ca- altered carbon anime. Ooh, okay. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, I-, I would like to see that because uh, the world is so rich in that cyberpunk style. Uh, this is going to be see, as well as a show based on Kagester of Insect Cage ma- Manga. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it looks like Netflix is going hard for the anime fans right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. so speaking of, you know what? Well, I'll, I'll cover this. Let's, let's just go into uh, streaming and I'll I'll do my little rant. Right okay. All right, so let's stream. Streaming. Okay. Okay, so last episode, I talked to you, I told you that I was watching uh, Evangelion. I started checking it out, diving into it. Uh, mm-hmm. I read some of the backstory of what happened to the show, why it ended so abruptly. And it's mm-hmm. because the production company ran out of money. The animator ran out of money. Uh, so it had to end, it, it just ended abruptly. I think they, I haven't finished the series, but from what I read is, uh, it was pretty much the last episode or the last part of the episode was stills with text. Pretty much just trying to summarize how it, how it would have ended. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, and yeah, I'm cheaped out. Yeah, exactly. Well, like that's how they had to look <clears> their budget. Like pretty much just mm-hmm. draw this and let's explain kind of, kind of, like, kind of what you would see in the beginning of a movie when they're trying to give you the background. Yeah, like the war raged on for like a hundred years, and these two people like just like guys just shooting each other in the background, just looking like a, a, an orangey text or orangey uh, background. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm on episode seven, and I'm trying to see the the budget run out. There is oh wow, there was like the intro to episode seven. It's uh seven of the characters going down an elevator. All you see is the 
silhouette of the elevator and the characters the characters do not move one bit but they're having a full conversation the background does move but all it's doing is like like slowly like the floor is passing by yeah slowly yeah. not even that quickly just slowly uh and it's not even like a full uh uh detailed background it's literally like a solid color it's like a, a reddish color no details mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on behind you just see the floor passing by I was wow. like, oh, it's happening. Like, this is when they start running out of money. This is when they're trying to pick their, the, the pick the scenes that they're going to spend money on. And yeah, uh, yeah like pretty much the, the other scenes that are non-action is literally just characters standing still, their mouths moving, but there's no, there's no more facial expressions. There's nothing. That's so sad to see. Uh, it, it, I, I think if you didn't sense. read about it, yes. then, then you'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, this I, is a long episode. No, like I would have I been like, oh, that's a long scene of them just talking in an elevator, but okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think because I read it, the, that stood out to me more if not i probably wouldn't notice mm-hmm. uh as much i probably would have questioned it but i wouldn't notice as much i thought that was how it's funny i'm like oh season episode seven that's starting to happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right that's on uh another thing that came out over the weekend fourth of july weekend uh stranger things season three unfortunately yeah. i haven't had a chance to check it out have you uh yeah, yeah well, all right well, I'll, you can lead this one then it's on you have fun yeah uh they pretty much outdid themselves again uh-huh. uh this season and they really re- Evolved around that mall a lot, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, it, it, it kind of really catches that vibe of uh, what we used to watch or what we used to do um, uh, when we were younger. Uh, especially um, going to the mall um, and then going to the shops, especially uh, the arcade. <laughs> yeah, the arcade. Yeah. Uh, and you get to see a lot of people go to like those um, photo bo- boutiques to uh, take pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they really captured that time period. Yeah. They nailed yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't really want to spoil anything, but yeah. the character Sorry. development in this one, they didn't really care much for any character development at all because they already yeah, established it in, them. Yeah, they already established it in the first and second season. Yeah. So this season round, there's only eight episodes, but they get straight to the chase. Uh, justice. Action, action, action. Justice for Barb? Uh, they did have some justice for Barb. Oh, okay. That, that, that uh, was I, one of the hate they got a lot for in season two. That it's a story... That, like a, a storyline they just they just avoided no they they did have justice for barb in, in season two no they didn't <laughs> they didn't talk yeah, about they did what 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 did they do in season two for barb uh they uh, they had like a um a memorial for her that's not justice <laughs> that's on this happened let's move on no because they uh, okay so barb died at the very uh very almost at the very beginning of season one yeah and because it was so early on they didn't really talk about her even at the end of the show Mm -hmm. so the only reason why a lot of people were pissed off is because there was no justice for her uh after she died so in season two they had to have that special scene made just for her yeah so lame uh, yeah um no but, yeah i, I want to see it i think that's one of my fears uh but so season three would you rank it above or below season one i think it's i would say it's the same level okay. um it's just that i wasn't expecting too much yeah so watching it makes me go oh okay that's freaking awesome um uh the thing with season two is i think that suffered from the writers honestly thinking that they were gonna be a one se- one and done and then when season two got greenlit they were like crap yeah you can see that they their budget um went up quite a bit yes in yeah, this season that, that i have heard that they got way more money for this season to kind of really mm-hmm. really hone, hone it in there yeah. um okay I, i'm trying to think i don't I, the questions i have in my mind they're gonna be spoilers so i really don't want to uh put you in that spot uh, uh, I, I just want to see what you would say though uh, uh, how's new pepsi what? 
<laughs> <laughs> new Pepsi. New Pepsi. Is it new Pepsi? Uh, new Coke. New Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, they do talk about the the controversy that happened uh, back in the day about Coke. Yeah, yeah I really like that they added that into this movie. Um, yeah, I, I one thing I can't get past in Stranger Things is the freaking hairstyles. Some of them are so dr- dramatic. Yeah, but that was act- that was that, I that know was that, was, that was that was the, the age time. of glamour rock. That was uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, what's her name? Um, yeah, no, it's 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 ridiculous. Like the, I think guys back then spent more on hair products than the women did. <laughs> yeah, hairspray. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really quick, Anton. I, I speaking of creepy things happening. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention in the week update. Uh, we've been having a crazy amount of earthquakes. Oh yeah. Uh, Where were you? Uh, first one I was at home because it happened in the morning. Yeah, so, but you didn't feel it, did you? I did. Um. Oh really? Yeah, I just got back and I was parked in my car and I I had an idol because I was like I was posting something on Instagram and I was just like enjoying the AC while I posted and I felt the car like shaking and I'm like. And this is in the morning uh, on on the first one. The first one, yeah. The the fourth yeah. of July. Fourth of July. Yeah. It happened around ten thirty or something like that. Wow. Um. I felt shaking. I was kind of like, damn it, is my engine messing up again? <laughs> because <laughs> you because it happened to you too with your old uh oh you saw the acura or like yeah the yeah piston, yeah the piston stopped like firing right and so like the engine start rumbling yeah i thought it was my car too but it was uh it was earthquake yeah um mm-hmm. so i was like oh crap um so i, I turned off the car and i still put the room like oh it's an earthquake and i got out and the, the neighbor's like the truck is moving <laughs> Because they had like there's <laughs> there a pickup truck in front of their house, and they mm-hmm. just saw like the cars went. Bow, bow, bow. Um, it felt pretty strong, but it, honestly, it felt to me like it was like a, a low six or like a high five. I mm-hmm. was not expecting it to be a seven point one or six point six point nine. Um, yeah. and then uh, later on uh, the next day, there was another another bigger earthquake. Actually, no, there was there was a smaller one that happened in the middle of the night. It was like at four in the morning that, that on the fifth, and then another one, two more in the afternoon on the fifth mm-hmm. uh, that happened within seconds of each other. It felt yeah. like one long earthquake um that's mm-hmm. when the 7.1 happened and yeah. I, was, I, was like, I was on the phone with my mom which is kind of crazy because all i heard was uh, i heard the dog dogs barking in the background yeah and then I, I started hearing my mom say oh my god there's a hearth- earthquake right now and then like after 10 seconds goes by oh my god it's still going on <laughs> and then 20 seconds goes by why is it not stopping yeah and then 30 seconds goes by still going. oh my god oh this feels but so ag- weird but again it's they, still going on yeah this is, they were strong but the, i mean a good thing is that they i mean it sucks for the city of ridgecrest yeah, that's what that's what mm-hmm. the epicenter was um but i mean that's like best case scenario that it happened uh in the middle of a desert uh i think the population of ridgecrest is like twenty thousand compared to like mm-hmm. i don't know what the, what's los angeles like 60 million yeah um yeah like because like, everybody's like oh it's 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 bigger than the the northridge earthquake blah 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 and i'm like yeah but northridge happened in the middle of the damn city like that's why mm-hmm. it was so devastating uh yeah. this one like i think by the time it hit la it's probably like a four point something five point something that they felt and the thing is if it happened off the coast that couldn't that could have sent in tsunamis that couldn't be cause big big waves so like it hitting the middle of the desert was probably the best case scenario if it had to happen Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I'm getting so annoyed by is the constant news coverage. They are clinging onto the story for dear life. Because, um, okay, Anton, <clears throat> you lived here for a long time. You've mm-hmm. heard this. You've experienced it where we don't have any major earthquake for years. And what's the one thing they say? The biggest earthquake that ever happened. Well, like, let's say we, if we don't in have a long time. Yeah, like, yeah, they're saying, like, oh, the, the big one's coming then. It's been too quiet. That means that, that the pressure's building, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, yeah, with these three earthquakes, that, three earthquakes that we had, now they're saying, oh, the, the, the plates have moved. That means everything's unsettled. That means the big one is coming. I'm like, what is 
it? Like, which one is it? Is it because the <laughs> is it because the pressure's building up and that's where the earthquakes happen, or is it because the pressure's releasing now? The now the big one's gonna happen. <laughs> and, and and the question is, how big is big? Uh, actually, the big one they've been talking about for decades. I mean, since mm-hmm. Northridge in '91, uh, mm-hmm. they're saying we're gonna get a nine point something. That's wow. that's what they're, they're that's the one they're expecting is a nine point something. That's what they consider the big one. Um, mm-hmm. I think the highest on the on the Richter scale is a ten. Is it? I think. I mean, at least one that won't destroy us <laughs> completely. <laughs> um, but even then, that's 1960, 9.5 is the biggest one. Yeah, I'm recording history. Uh, mm-hmm. but what, where did it hit, though? Uh, let me see. It hit uh, in Chile. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's an earthquake that big. So, from what I remember right, on the magnitude scale, so like a, a 5.0 is 10, ti- uh, is 10 times stronger than a 4.0. So, mm-hmm. then a, a 6.0 is 100 times stronger than a 4.0. Something like that. A 6.0 is 100 times stronger than So, if a 7.0 freaked us out, a 9.0 is going to be 100 times worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's just been annoying me now. Like, what is it? Mm-hmm. What's the big one? Is the big one happening because now we're having earthquakes or is the big, big one? happening because we haven't had it with Chris it's funny that you, you you talk about the news doing that um <clears throat> i, I can imagine <laughs> yeah uh okay so i i know that some of the libraries the book fell down and stuff um but i have a feeling like some of the news um companies would go to the library and just like push down a bunch of books and then they the gram? shoot it yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> There was a, a a post on Twitter. Um, somebody posted something like, "Oh, like like uh, how like they're like oh the coverage is great because they showed video of the first earthquake. Somebody in the grocery store uh, looking. Nothing's falling off the shelves, but the signs are like mm-hmm. waving, bouncing, stuff like that. Uh, one of the signs is like on the crane, kind of like a little like just sticking off the shelf, and it's bouncing, and it says mm-hmm. crackers. It's like somebody posted, "Ah, oh, damn, look at those crackers jumping up and down." <laughs> <laughs> um i posted we will rebuild stand cu- stand starbucks cup upright done yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um it's yeah it's it's just, I, I i just hate how much like the news ex- exaggerates the what happened mm-hmm. um sucks for the people of ridgecrest because they're getting pretty hit pretty hard yep um i took a picture of how bad the uh the like, how many they've been getting this past couple hours or a couple days and i cannot find my discord there it is uh here it is. let's check it out again go to the show images okay wow just it's all that area yeah mm-hmm. it's all literally like where the <coughs> that you can tell what the, what the line is um they've been bombarded with a little earthquakes mm-hmm. uh, but yeah I, I can't believe i left that out, out of the week update <laughs> i was like ah, yeah. boring week nothing really mm-hmm. happening kids parties <laughs> all right that's on uh we're running long here let's go on to uh movies all right movie time I accidentally cleared out the box office numbers because I pulled up the Comic-Con schedule. That's what I get for being prepared. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go to do, 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 daily for the Why can't I find the box office weekend. All right. Uh, weekend of the 28th through the 30th. Uh, number one, Toy Story with 238.6 million. Uh, number two, Annabelle Comes Home with 31.1 million. Uh, number three, Yesterday with 17 million. Uh, number four, Aladdin with 306.6 million. And number five, The Secret Life of Pets 2 with 131.4 million. Um, this is last weekend. The reason I can't cover the numbers for this weekend is because they're still estimates, so they are subject mm-hmm. to change. Okay. And we already know that Spider Man is, is it? up ahead. Is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, I want to give a little shout out to a 
Aladdin, who has now become the most successful live action uh, movie that Disney's released so far. So far. Really? So far. Cinderella didn't do that great? Uh, you know what? I was surprised when I heard that. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be like Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me see here. Opening. I mean, I'm still showing on this one. I'm still showing that it's uh, Beauty and the Beast that's like up by uh, 200. But maybe maybe globally. I don't know what it was. But mm-hmm. yeah, they, Disney was announcing saying the, the Aladdin has been the most successful one. Mm-hmm. So. We'll see. All right, that's on. Um, well, go ahead. Uh, since we're uh, in the movie section, uh, there's something that I want to talk about real quick. Go ahead. Uh, Lionsgate is having a theme park opening at the end of this month in China. Okay, so I'm trying to think of Lionsgate movies. Uh, Twilight, Hunger Games, John Wick, uh, yeah, that stuff. So you can have the John Wick experience? Oh, Power Rangers. All uh, right. <laughs> let me see. Well, uh, they have Jigsaw, Saw, well, Jigsaw, no, Saw, uh, Hellboy, John Wick, The Hunger Games, uh, Medea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are, are you just going through a list of their movies? Yes. Or, okay. uh, Robin Hood, Midway, Divergent. A lot of these, they don't seem to have the rights to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they maybe have the movie <clears throat> adaptation rights to, but I mean, the My Little Pony, the movie, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, these are the actual uh, franchises that are going to be at the park. Okay. Uh, it's going to be Hunger Games, Divergent, Twilight, Now You See Me, Gods of Egypt. What the freak is that? Um, <laughs> Escape Plan. Uh, and uh, Oh, they have La La Land in concert. La 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 La. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Gods of Egypt. This sounds familiar. I think it was a major flop. Yeah, yeah I think so. definitely was. Came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, very American, very white actors playing Egyptians. So that usually plays out well. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Box office. Gods of Egypt. They have Saw the Ride. So everybody comes out decapitated. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hear it. It's Gods of Egypt. It was in theaters for oh, good 77 days. Made a whopping 31 million. <laughs> That's about half a million per day. Yeah. Uh, it's depressing okay um so this just came out this morning uh there was a trailer for a teaser trailer uh for the live action mulan uh Mm -hmm. again i'm probably gonna pronounce her name wrong yifei lu or is it lu yifei i think it's uh lu yifei because on IMDb has her as Yifei Lu, but I know sometimes they, they flip them. They flip the names by accident. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's playing Mulan. I dude, she looks badass in this. Um. Mm-hmm. To I, I she plays both a very like uh, you know kind of girl next door look versus badass warrior holding a sword. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think so. I I think you know for this trailer, uh, they're just trying to show us you know what she looks like and uh. You know what people are gonna expect from Mulan mm-hmm. as a character. Um, I don't really think they showed a whole lot of other stuff. Um, like no. they didn't really show Mushu because we don't know if Mushu is gonna be in it. Um, I know that some of the other actors that we know uh, are in the movie, but I didn't really see them in this uh, trailer. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't uh, sh- Donnie Yen supposed to be in it. Yeah, Donnie Donnie Yen is gonna be the commanding off commander tongue. Uh, Jet Li is going to be the Emperor, which we didn't get a look at the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Um, that one kind of concerns me. Uh, the, mm-hmm. So IMDb does have an actor listed for the Cricket. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that one of the characters that are unlisted now or uh, they'll add one Mushu later on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's it's. I like it so far what I see. I mean, all we really see is uh, them trying to do the the first part of the movie, which is uh, the the bride, bride mate, bri- matchmaker, the matchmaker, mm-hmm. yeah. the matchmaker uh, giving her the etiquette lessons on what 
what to you know what a lady is and disney doing the whole superimposing uh you know you know must be composed to show that they show that they show the traditional version of what composed mean and then they show her wielding a sword that's another version mm-hmm. of being composed um we get that we get a few action scenes her firing rapid firing an uh arrow arrow that would make um uh, the guy from lord of the ring very very uh turned on there <laughs> <laughs> she's rapid shooting that that bow and arrow dude like that's that's video games like speed. legolas legolas there you go mm. i was like lego lego something yeah um, the lego guy the lego guy yeah there you go um yeah i mean so dude, that's quick and rapid fire i almost want to know like is that possible or is that just like cgi like I, well for her it might be cgi but i'm saying like could somebody fire an arrow that fast S- someone put uh, arrows on here just machine gun it um <laughs> doing a lot of flips and arrows i love the the rooftop running um i felt mm-hmm. that felt not not too much on strings that's one thing i kind of feared that this is going to be turned into a crouching tiger uh disney style but this is so far the, the battle seems to be pretty badass mm-hmm. um did anything else stand out to you in that one uh not really much i mean it's just a t- teaser trailer exactly uh, so we can't really dig in too much on it um yeah yeah but go to our social media at the tool on twitter instagram and facebook well we posted the the trailer there yeah usually for teaser trailers meaning that they're um they're in post-production they haven't finished the movie yet it's trailers when they're done and that's probably why we haven't seen Mushu or the cricket mm-hmm. is because they still need to do some cgi work before they release mm-hmm. what it looks like before people freak out like they did with the genie yeah so uh, when I was a kid growing up, I watched a Mulan series, like a, like an actual series, mm-hmm. not like Disney-fied. Yeah. She didn't have a dragon. She didn't have a cricket. It was just her yeah. um, going in this journey. Well, I mean, Disney has to have a little like uh, narrative. Characters. Yeah, na- yeah. Narrative, narrative-driven characters. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Genie, Carpet, yeah. and Abu. Yeah, something, somebody, something that the main character can talk to or they can get guidance from. That's, mm-hmm. that's Disney for you. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, the main event here. So did you finally get to go see Spider-Man? Yes, I did. Did you? Yes, I did. All right. Uh, no real introduction needed for Spider-Man. If you know Spider-Man, then you know uh, us and our love for it. Uh, mm-hmm. if you have not seen Endgame, do not watch this movie. Uh, do not bitch to us for potentially spoiling Endgame. Um, I, I that's it. I just want to get that off the. Yeah, we we talked about that last week yeah. too. Um, yeah, it's a Tony Stark dies there. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, this is gonna be a very spoiler heavy one because it's it's very hard to talk about um, some of the stuff in this movie without giving away uh, key, mm-hmm. key components or key twists there. Uh, okay, first- so let's start with the montage at the very beginning. Oh, dude. The- <laughs> <laughs> the the Tony Stark uh, actually people who passed away in Endgame uh, that montage yes uh, I liked the way it was handled because I felt like they can't ignore that Endgame happened it's a major impact mm-hmm. both to fans and to the characters in the MCU uh, but I think that the way they did it was a good way of trying to keep it from bogging down the light the light yeah the light humor lighthearted humor in this movie which is yeah uh, for a second there I I thought that it was legit I, I thought we were watching a yeah i thought we were watching a youtube clip or something I, of someone editing like a memorial clip i thought they were just trying to like mc was just trying to be funny and literally just slapping on like a, a half-ass memorial before the movie started <laughs> yeah um yeah it, i mean it's a it's a it's a montage created by high school students yeah yeah i i, I really like how they start playing that whitney houston song because uh, Do- that th- that play- covered yeah. by Whitney Houston. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's so funny that they did that because like uh, it, you see the Marvel logo come up and you see that and you can't really take it seriously. Yeah. It kind of reminds you of uh, um, when you're watching Deadpool 
and you would hear like a, a similar song like that, you know? Salt and pepper. Yeah. Uh, no, it's you know what? It was very good at the beginning because I think a lot of people went to this movie traumatized by Endgame. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And yeah. and for them to kind of start off this way it was kind of a way to like, hey, buck up! It's a new. We're, this is a, we're gonna start a new phase soon. Like this is moving on. This is mm-hmm. fun. Let's have fun together here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only the only thing missing from that montage was as uh, America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that would have been funny. Yeah, uh, I don't think anybody got that joke except for him during that, that moment. Um, but it would be funny. But that that would be a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, okay. So, what did you think about the term blip? I felt it's. You know what? The funny thing is, when Endgame end when Endgame ended, when Endgame um, came out, uh, when people were talking about like, oh, coming back. I think we might, we might have touched on it. Or if not, we talked about it off air. Mm-hmm. Uh, of you know the weird places you would come back because people mm-hmm. just literally came back to wherever they they snapped from. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, the scary part is, like, what if you're in an airplane? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what if you're sitting where right where somebody else is gonna be sitting when when they blip back? Yeah. Uh, and I like that even Aunt, Aunt May she blipped back into her old apartment and freaked out, <laughs> freaked out the the husband and then pissed off the wife who thought she was like the mistress. Yeah, I I really like how they added that um, that little story. It was so subtle that she was talking about. Yeah, very subtle. Yeah, but the blip I, I, it does seem like a term that high school students would come up with. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's why they let the high school reporters uh, do the, introduce that phrase. Yeah. Um. And I think I, I like that MCU is trying to to try to own up to the events because like they, they know the fans are gonna come up with the term for it. Yeah. And, and the thing is that it's not the MCU that surprises me. It's the Sony Pictures property that surprises me that they're they're letting Marvel do everything they can. To make it super involved in the MCU. Uh, yeah, because Spider-Man Three has been confirmed that it's going to be another another MCU related, another MCU tied mm-hmm. movie. Um, mm-hmm. At this point, they kind of have to like. They, I mean, you can't separate them. Yeah. Uh, going back to uh, what you were saying, like, what happens if they blip into like midair yeah. or something? Um, the <laughs> the marching band. Bruce Banner. <laughs> that was funny. Um, Bruce Banner actually prepared for this to happen. He uh, did some calculations and he made sure that when people do come back, uh, they come back uh, safely. So that that was already set. I don't know what exactly he did, but he did something when he snapped. Sure that every- when he snapped, when he put on the gauntlet and snapped the, the thing himself. Yeah, yeah, I guess smart uh, hole. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess that makes sense. That's a clean way of putting it, but. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and when, if you know people forgot what scene that was uh the marching band when literally kids are watching a basketball game at a high school and all of a sudden a marching band apparently got snapped away at uh the end of uh of the, the avengers infinity war uh mm-hmm. the band members came back right in the middle of the game so when a player tried to pass the basketball just hit one of the band members in the head <laughs> yeah um yeah dude and i do like that they're still incorporating the impact of what happened i mean that the kids are dealing this is definitely something we talked about um that you know there's an age difference now kids that were uh certain you know younger when the snap happened if they didn't get ashed away they came back all of a sudden they're older than people that got snapped away yeah there's that one asian kid um that grew up <laughs> i know that's so hilarious <laughs> yeah he was like some loser guy but now he's like super hip like hip and muscular and everything he's a basketball yeah. player yeah. Uh, yeah that's one thing that kind of bugged me though is uh I-, I felt they made that character very young and immature i'm like i get it he was that small kid they showed us but he's not a kid in an adult body like he's in a like he's not, he's not a kid in a teenager body he's a teenager like it's he's not dumb like 
<laughs> like that's something that bugged me about it. Um, yeah, I thought that was fun though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I really like the dynamic between um, MJ uh, Zendaya's MJ and uh, Tom Holland's uh, uh, Peter Parker. Like their chemistry works so well in this movie, um, and you can really see it shine. Uh, I, I think that's the one thing that I that really uplifted this movie is their interaction with with each other is so subtle. There's rumors they're dating. I I know. Yeah. That, that's that's the thing like that, that when you watch this movie you're like, man, you really want them to be together in real life. Oh, I'll give props yeah. to Zendaya. She's so good at playing awkward teenager. Um, yeah. I I felt she kind of overdid it in Homecoming, mm-hmm. but in this one, the part even the parts where her character puts her guard down and makes herself very vulnerable. For, mm-hmm. for vulnerable um she's still very awkward like very like did, so did you know i was spider-man when you were watching me mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, well, I did know yeah like kind of she she <laughs> like she shows her weakness like she's not that tough exterior mm-hmm. the whole time she's awkward yeah so uh ned's character however uh <laughs> the the joke between him and uh what's that girl's name oh uh, uh, uh his girlfriend Betty. yeah uh, it was funny at the very beginning, but it started to get old really fast. <laughs> like, uh, hey, babe. Oh, okay, babe. Oh, coming, babe. You know. Babe. Uh, oh, babe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny that he, he was talking about being bachelors and all of a sudden, boom, I'm a man now. Yeah. Yeah. Which was funny. Um, but I felt like uh, his character was uh, a little off in this movie. Uh, I, I wish there was more of Ned from the previous movie where he had a lot more things to do. Yeah, apparently um, Ned and Betty were, that was a callback to the comic books uh, where mm-hmm. Ned, who apparently comes out to become the Hobgoblin, which I didn't know that was him. I thought that was uh, um, Harry. I thought that was Harry Osborn. Um, yeah. But I guess there's a version where it's, it's Ned that, that, that turns into Hobgoblin. Uh, yeah, he but was, there's also he used to be, a version. But like he used to be married to Betty at one yeah. point. So I think that's what they're trying to establish that they did have a relationship at one point. Mm-hmm. Are you saying? And uh, there was one a rendition where he is a, uh, a reporter also, and she's also working at the Daily Bugle. Like both of them yeah. worked at the Daily Bugle. Yeah, that might, that might have added to the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I thought that was an awkward relationship, but it's a bit cheesy, um, but still funny. Also, mm-hmm. while we're at the scene at the airplane where that relationship started, uh, JB Smooth, 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 yeah, Smooth, right? Yes. Uh, and uh, wow, what's his name? The guy from uh, uh, Silicon Valley. I'm blanking on his name. Uh, I'm trying to look it right now. Oh, what's his name? I'm blanking out, blanking out, blanking out. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. The the teacher. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, mm-hmm. but I forgot his name. Um, yeah, but, but anyways, both teachers way over the top. That's like Disney Channel adult acting. Uh, that that annoyed me. Uh, his name is Martin Starr. Martin Starr. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, JB Smooth and Martin Starr. Like, I mean, both funny guys in their own right. The characters mm-hmm. were just annoying. They they seem very like yeah. Nickelodeon uh, Disney Channel adults version of themselves. Yeah, it's very. Um, for me, it's kind of weird for them to be uh teachers with that <laughs> type of IQ. You know. Not that far off. We do know some people that are not the brightest students are now teachers and they still don't seem... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay um right. yeah so i i one person that's teaching uh no i'm not teaching but the, i think they're an assistant at uh at, at our old uh high school or junior high first one it was um yeah no that that the, the, uh, being a teacher does not make you a genius that makes you very uh organized able mm-hmm. to plan ahead <laughs> and you know the topic you teach <laughs> mm, yeah beyond that <laughs> it's a fair game uh-huh. <laughs> respect teachers but still 
okay, so let's go to uh, what's it called the, the Prague or no Paris? Which one happened first? Uh, oh, they the, the, skip the, the, Paris. Venice, Venice, Venice. They went to Venice. Yeah, Venice. Um, which a good call out because Venice is sinking. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It, okay, so uh, since we're in Venice, what did you think about uh, what did you think about Jake Gyllenhaal's take on Mysterio? Uh, what do you mean his take? Like as in the role, taking on the role. Um, I I thought he pulled it off. I, I Mysterio, I thought was going to be one of those uh characters that'd be super cheesy to do. Um, yeah, and it'd be very hard to pull off. But Gyllenhaal added his own charisma to it. He, he yeah, and and okay, so we we know for a very long time because we we used to watch a lot of the um the Spider-Man TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff, the cartoon. Uh, and we already know that Mysterio is always the bad guy. He's always the guy that uh, does all of those illusions and stuff like that. And we know that there's no way that he could be a good guy. Yeah. But for the longest time through, you know, different press, people asking him if he's a superhero in this one because it looks like they're teaming up with uh, he's teaming up with uh, Spider-Man. And uh, they didn't really say much. I mean, they, 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 they keep trying to avoid that question. And uh, for me, uh, knowing who Mysterio was in the past, uh, it was no big surprise to me. But Jake Gyllenhaal sold it so well that uh, it's very satisfying seeing him do that sudden change. Yeah, because you see how like Spider uh, Peter Parker is like so um, into the idea. believing because he wants yeah. he wants a new mentor, and this is the first person that he's able to open up to and talk to on a superhero level. Like you know, you mm-hmm. get what I'm going through. Like you you understand what um, how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and props to Jake Gyllenhaal because like my girlfriend likes him both like appearance wise and as an actor. Uh, mm-hmm. And she, I told her my theory that I'm like he's gonna be the bad guy because they know sh- they have not showed any like legit villains in the trailers. And mm-hmm. Mysterio, they're trying to play Mysterio off as the character. He's He's gonna be the the bad guy, mm-hmm. and the whole throughout the whole movie, she's like, yeah, he he's bad. I don't believe him. Believe him. But even with that thought process, she there are still parts of the time where she said like she almost gave in, and myself mm-hmm. too, like almost gave in. Like you know, maybe he is a good guy. Maybe there's gonna be another twist, another like villain that's gonna come out. Yeah, uh, I, I thought there was gonna be a, another Mysterio in some other timeline that would like you know come in and you know I, fight against him. Yeah, I've been hearing uh, stories or people like, reporting saying that they, at one point they thought that uh, uh, he was gonna be a good guy, that mm-hmm. somehow something happened and then. Maybe him bad mm-hmm. they didn't think that he was gonna be you know bad the entire time yeah so uh him having those uh people that used to work for stark yeah uh call back to some of the characters Iron that Man wasn't yeah <laughs> it's crazy that they would go all the way back bring that character uh it's a character that we don't even really think about like 10 years such later. a minor yeah such a minor person playing a role but they brought him back for this movie to uh, he, he was the guy that was being yelled at by um uh, by stark's uh yeah his old mentor uh, um yeah jeff bridges playing that yeah, guy. yeah 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 uh jebediah mm-hmm. Jeb, yeah mm-hmm. jebediah. uh yeah that, that, that was like and that, that almost made me question like did this because they did CGI Jake Gyllenhaal into uh, uh, Avengers? No, a uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. The Civil War scene where uh, uh, Stark is introducing Barf. He's talking about Barf, and they yeah. show Jake Gyllenhaal's reaction on the side of the stage when Stark says he calls it Barf. Um, yeah, and even that scene too, like you could see Jake's um, acting. Like it, it, it was like you could see how he was like heartbroken. Yeah. You know. 
Uh, you could see why he went the way he did to get around the whole thing and trying to get back at Stark because of it too. Yeah. Um, very clever that they were able to write this into the story. I think that this story was more believable than um, the origin story that we're familiar with from the cartoon, where he's uh, show he's in show business. He's I forgot, he's in either movies or uh, stage production where he's actually doing yeah, like magic and stuff. Like yeah, that. he's actually yeah. yeah. I think that one he's a magician, another one he's like a special effects artist that he does mm-hmm. you know practical effects uh this one i i like that they included star tech uh very futuristic mm-hmm. technology that has done incredible stuff before uh so it makes sense that they would he would use that in his his motivation like we get it like as fans of the mcu we like tony stark as uh people mm-hmm. that might work under him or work closely with him i could also see somebody with tony's personality being very very annoying and irritating mm-hmm. um because i think the fans just assume that all the stuff that tony shows off he does develop himself uh mm-hmm. which is not true he has a whole company doing that stuff for him yeah he can't do everything himself yeah i'm sure he but he, if there is an idea that comes around that is worth his time he'll spend his time on it yeah i'm sure like he'll he'll improve stuff that's been developed under stark industries i'm sure he's done his own technologies where he just does it as a hobby or uh, he's bored but yeah mm-hmm. i mean there there are people that work for stark industries that would have developed some of this stuff without you know him interacting with it okay so uh since you're talking about uh stark tech uh, what did you think about Edith? Oh, even in death, I'm the hero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that. You know, even even out outside of the Iron Man era, we still mm-hmm. have some Tony Stark smartass comments coming through. Yeah. Um, dude, those are the same glasses that he was wearing in uh, Infinity War. Uh huh. The exact yeah. same ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. I had never been more annoyed with an MCU character than I was in this movie with uh, Spider-Man. Like when he hands over the glasses to uh, Quentin, Quentin Beck, mm-hmm. he's like, the, he, he says the the superhero, the Iron Man, uh, the future Iron Man I trust. He meant I, I'm supposed to choose the next Iron Man. I'm like, no, bitch. <laughs> 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 he meant yeah. you. He trusts you. You're the one that he he you know he wanted to carry on the mantle. You, you're the one he, he took under his wing. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, you know Quentin Beck took advantage of peter's mourning mm-hmm. by kind of playing to that whole he, he's missing that mentor he has no father figure that tony mm-hmm. was quickly try, quickly becoming that father figure for him and then seeing quentin who has a similar tony beard facial fa- facial hair uh, friendly to him, willing to take him under his wing, understanding, put on the glasses, and he got that small uh, remembrance of Tony. Mm-hmm. And that's what he... And it's it's funny, <laughs> like, how uh, Peter puts on the glasses and then Quentin is like, oh, that looks horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He kind of makes that comment, like, those are stupid glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, that's kind of cool that, you know, th- that they, um, uh, that Tony gave him Edith um I- i'm kind of curious to see what other implements uh edith is going to be uh part of too like uh what other tech is uh peter going to build in the future that will have uh edith part of it uh i i don't think edith is only in that um uh, those glasses it-, no, it has to be she- in his future suit and stuff too yeah I- i'm sure edith is gonna become the next uh uh jarvis for uh for tom for peter parker because uh edith i think the glasses were a control or interface they were not mm-hmm. where she was ha- housed 
because when mm-hmm. you you know they talk when Quentin and his homies that the bad guys when they talked about uh, Edith they were talking about the database at Sartek that you know that mm-hmm. that whole uh, mainframe mm-hmm. um, so I think Edith was kind of the AI in charge of handling security I guess like of like the properties and all the stuff at technology at Sartek um, mm-hmm. so I think yeah that's it's not just in the glasses because I think that's that'd be a very annoying interface if it's just the glasses that he has to put on every single time yeah exactly uh, uh, speaking of uh, tech mm-hmm. I like that little scene we got of how he uh how he stores the iron spider costume because it's nanites yeah Did you that see was it? really cool yeah yeah i saw that it was in the corner of his room and you see it floating around yeah it's That's a, very cool yeah it's a little like uh like if you play pokemon go it's a it's a incubator <laughs> with uh the little yeah. like particles like a, it looks like a mini tornado with occasionally seeing the spider-man face appear mm-hmm. in the dust so i thought that was like oh yeah. that's how he stores it mm-hmm. yeah so uh since you're talking about that what did you think about the whole visual of um Mysterio's illusions because dude that was freaking awesome like it felt I, like it was very uh Doctor Strange like type of yeah the battles vibe the ba- mm-hmm. yeah the battles definitely felt Doctor Strange-ish uh I love the way they explained how they worked because it wasn't just oh it's it's all VR it's all like mm-hmm. or not VR it's all uh, uh projections it's all you know it's all holograms because they were still damaged to the, to the city I'm like holograms can't do that how they can explain this uh the fact that they are weaponized drones causing damage mm-hmm. and um you know that's how they they were able to manipulate so if a monster swipes his arm it's just a series of drones that are projecting the arm but are also shooting at whatever that arm is contacting mm-hmm. uh so I th- and uh, okay so i i also like that uh mysterio's powers um like it kind of gives that dr strange vibe with all of those uh different shapes oh, yeah. and and drawings and stuff like that um i mean in, in the original cartoons that we watched and i'm i'm pretty sure a lot of the other comics uh that are based on on mysterio mm-hmm. you don't really see those uh stuff in there i think they implemented these features in this movie because uh they wanted to make it believable because people have seen stuff like this happen already yeah um but the thing is they didn't he never he never said it was magic i think they were, he was mm-hmm. trying to play off that they're just very advanced in his in his dimension or his uh his uh alternate universe mm-hmm. um because he's talking about that this is the suit that they developed this is he was leading the army that that was fighting them mm-hmm. um, so i think that it looked like magic because of the sigils that we're so used mm-hmm. to seeing uh dr strange wielding um but he himself was saying it's all tech it's just advanced technology mm-hmm. Which, well, what did you think about that uh crazy sequence where uh, Mysterio puts Spider-Man in that uh, crazy oh. world. It's like I, trippy. I, you know what? I honestly expect them to come out with a VR uh, version of that because that, that, mm-hmm. that that's what you know. That's what how immersive VR is. Like it's mm-hmm. it can mess with you that much. So I'm like seeing Spider-Man going through that, being very disoriented, very uh, uh like fooled, fooled by the universe that that he's put into. He doesn't know what's real. At one point, he he throws a punch through the air, and all of a sudden the the wall just cracks, and it's because there's a pillar there that he couldn't see. Yeah. Um. That's so crazy. Question. Uh. Mm-hmm. Was was that even Nick? fury there or was that a fake also like with the whole thing fake uh, uh i guess okay so i want to get to that in a second okay. uh i just want to wrap things up uh before that part um peter tingles <laughs> peter tingle yeah yeah i like that they didn't really say spy spider sense yet um yeah, peter tingles really i i hope that they have a name for it which is uh spider sense in the next movie so that way it wouldn't be too embarrassing when he, when they say use your Peter tingles well, uh, for that. I, I think they're trying to show that he 
it's a new skill or new uh, power that he's discovering in himself. Like he never really, mm-hmm. he never really wielded it before. He never really noticed it. Um, they kind of, they kind of uh, hinted at it in Infinity War, where his hair is staying on, his hairs on his arms mm-hmm. stand up. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, he never really learned it, and I think that's they're trying to show like it's new. They're still trying to like mm-hmm. even name come up a name for it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think once he he masters it, which at the end of the movie he does use it. Yeah, very that well. action sequence was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Uh, what do you think about that uh, Peter Parker slash Tony Stark, you know, scene where he acts uh, like he's, you know, using the computer like Tony did? Yeah, I, I love. And Happy was there looking at him. He's a, and He's a, I'll set the playlist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I thought that was cool. Like, that's that's Peter at home. Like, he is a he is a techie, very much like Tony. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's science oriented. He knows his stuff. Um, that, that was him kind of. That was his therapy. That mm-hmm. was like, this is my comfort zone. This is where, like, let's do this. Like, this is where I work. Yeah, um, and you could totally see that. Uh, yeah, he's focused, and he's he has that Tony Stark, you know, thing. And you kind of you, you start to see that he can totally fill that void yeah. that people are missing. That no Tony Stark in a void. Um, I thought that was really cool that they did that. Uh, okay, so uh, flashing forward to um, scrolls. No, scrolls not, taking place. Not even the scrolls. I'm I'm seeing that that scene with like the uh that place in Germany. Uh, was was Nick Fury even there, or was every all the people in illusion? Uh, because Agent Agent uh, uh Maria Maria Hill Maria Hill uh was a hologram. And then I know I know Quentin was trying to assassinate uh oh Nick Fury. Uh, in that scene. Yeah, yeah. Nick Fury was never there. He was never there. Right, the entire time he was never no. there. Okay, the the whole entire he yeah. was never. Also, there. ouch, getting hit by a damn train. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I think that's also very safe to assume. I don't blame Quentin mm-hmm. for assuming that he was dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So he gets hit by a train thinking he's going to die. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fasting forward to, uh, I mean, we can totally skip a whole bunch of yeah, stuff yeah. that happened. I mean, it's just action. Yeah. Um, yeah. So towards the end, I think if you left the movie theater early, the whole entire movie would be a different movie. Yes. And that's almost why I want to see the movie again. Because I felt Nick was acting a little different. He's more casual. Yeah. Because he kept touching, he kept touching his eye patch and he never touches his eye patch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now it almost makes me feel like they, uh, the marketing was not as half assed as we assumed. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I, I almost want to see the movie again because it, it was weird that uh, Maria Hill was never that involved, like that 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 that, per, that you know that like front and center. And mm-hmm. Nick was kind of a pushover, like as badass yeah. as he is, he was kind of a pushover. Like he's getting ignored. Like he even admitted, like I'm not gonna get ghosted by a high school teenager kind of thing, you know? Okay, so for me, I think uh, the scrolls uh, was doing Nick Fury a favor because I mean he basically saved the whole entire race with uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. So they kind of owe him a favor of of uh, serving uh, him uh, on on planet Earth, and um, it, it does really make a lot of sense that he's trying to go more of a galaxy scale of trying to protect Earth. Well, well that's that's the next phase. That, that yeah, the, they want to go more global. Um, yeah, because of that whole uh, Thanos thing. You know, he he wants to make sure that you know. I mean, before in the past, it was just stuff on Earth that yeah, they needed he, to worry he, about. He wants to prepare for stuff that was coming to Earth. Now he wants mm-hmm. to prepare. He wants to prevent from stuff even getting to that point where it would be a, a threat to Earth. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. 
sense. He can't be everywhere at the same time. So yeah, exactly. And kind of explaining that you know the Avengers are are nowhere to be seen. Like they like mm-hmm. they kind of had that scene where like oh well what about so and so oh they're not here. What about this? Oh they're mm-hmm. already engaged in, in another mission. Um, mm-hmm. to have Nick Fury disappear also, I think kind of people kind of freak out, or, or at least like Spider Man would have freaked out. And so mm-hmm. um so I, I get it. Like they kind of had a Nick Fury in place, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean I would think that you know the scrolls are kind of fulfilling that secret agency that he lost when shield went down Mm -hmm. uh so now he has more manpower he has uh technology he has a base of operations to work off again he's back to being uh uh, you know the head the head honcho Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah Yeah. that that last scene though that definitely made me question the movie i I wanted to watch it again just to kind of what Mm -hmm. that what that knowledge in place yeah okay so let's talk about uh that scene when we see jjj yeah so that scene was also not, not not that part where jay jonah uh but him swinging through the sky that was part of the freaking trailer i was like god damn they, they they showed the trailer uh the the mid mid credit scene in the trailer with him swinging with part the, of it yeah with him swinging mm-hmm. with zendaya mm-hmm. um but yeah uh the people in the theater went nuts when yeah uh, <laughs> uh what's his name uh jk simmons jk simmons reprises his role as jay jonah jameson uh mm-hmm. he has not played jay jonah since uh the toby mcguire one right uh no he was in the video game that came out last year yeah 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 but i'm saying like that that's when he first made his appearance is uh in the first spider-man mm-hmm. right yeah um, the Tobey Maguire. yes one, yeah. but you're right he he is playing uh he was he was playing jay jonah in the video game and i think this kind of stays in line with the type of character that jay jonah has become is more of mm-hmm. a of an info wars uh uh what's his name uh i hate that guy <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, the, 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 the water train of the frogs gay <laughs> <laughs> infowars.com yeah uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones, yeah, kind of like an Alex Jones yeah. fear-mongering uh, mm-hmm. type of character. Uh, I like that take because nobody reads the newspaper anymore. It's a good modern so, twist on it, and I think him being a podcaster yeah. slash blogger is a good good change of tra- uh, pace, especially for mm-hmm. somebody that's uh, kind of spreading his 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 views of a certain character. Okay, so his big reveal uh, from the whole Mysterio clip that was manipulated, yes, and unveiling uh, that pause, pause there, Spider Man. I did, see, I did think it was a little bit odd that the command that that Peter had to say was yes, execute them all instead of yes, execute mm-hmm. command. He had to say yes, execute. Like that one kind of said, "Why? Like that's weird, whatever." And it was, it didn't make sense until mid credits. Like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, you're saying, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, I I think uh, yeah. So it was unveiled that Spider Man is Peter Parker. Yes. In this clip, and that kind of you know ruined the whole thing where he's trying to protect his identity. Yeah, he finally has his life together. He's embracing his superhero mm-hmm. life. He has his girl. He's like, let's do this, and then that happens. He's like, bitch. yeah. So that means that he won't be able to go to school anymore. So. In the comic books, um, there, when Peter reveals who he is to start the um, the the, the so- so- Sokovia Accords, the war mm-hmm. they have the, the superheroes has to register who they are and their powers. Um, there's also a storyline where he works with Iron Man and uh, Doctor Strange he had to reveal himself. Yeah. Well, no. With, oh, with oh, Doctor yeah, Strange yeah. To coordinate. Mm-hmm. You know, once the whole uh, accords start being signed and you know the, everything's in place, afterwards they would put, cast a spell to make everybody forget who he was mm-hmm. or forget his his identity. So I'm wondering if it's going to kind of play into Spider-Man Three. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, because there's going to be more characters that are going to be crossing over to uh, Spider-Man because we don't really see a whole lot of uh, any other superhero besides. Um, well, you, you don't really count 
Nick Fury as a superhero. <laughs> no, no. Um, more like an agent. But, but you know what? This was a nice kind of like standalone movie, though. Mm-hmm. For the, I mean, for, except for the end credits scene, I, I like that this is not a setup movie. This is very standalone. You can watch this one. Uh, yes, you have to watch Endgame to, to understand the impact. But for the most part, it's a solo movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost like Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of sad, that scene where Flash Thompson uh, landed and he's like, oh, mother didn't come. Oh, I felt that that was a little bit like a half-assed story. Like, I'm sorry. Like, wh- why did that name be included? Like, that didn't go anywhere. For Flash Thompson? Yeah. Like that's like that was a, like I I was expecting another character to kind of console him or something you know nope mm-hmm. that was just it just him getting like I, I think mother- it's gonna be a while until we get to his storyline because I mean uh, for me I think I think Vulture is still alive I think Mysterio is still alive um, yeah people are people have been uh, have trust issues with Mysterio yeah, now yeah and I think eventually they're gonna have to do the Sinister Six yeah. storyline for, for something like this. Yep, yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how they come up with this one, but uh, there's already concept art that they want the Spider-Man 3 to include Venom. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll yeah, see. we already know uh, Flash Thompson will head that way. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We won't know. I think the next Marvel movie doesn't come out until May, or yeah, April or May of 2020, yeah, 2020, mm-hmm. um, which is gonna be picking off Phase 4. We don't know what it is yet. Uh, I mean, Doctor Strange, maybe? Mm-hmm. something yep. uh, then i don't think they came up with a new character but uh maybe maybe uh captain marvel because of that uh ending with uh nick fury might be too soon uh and we're not gonna get guardians until 2021 right mm-hmm. so guardians is too soon uh maybe black panther uh strange i don't know yeah i, I would like to see, uh, to see strange very soon yeah We'll see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that's gonna be it for Marvel for at least a year, mm-hmm. almost a year. All right, yep. Any? Oh, what would you rate it? Uh, I, I'd give it a four point four point six. 4.5 yeah i i got really annoyed with, mm-hmm. with peter peter parker on this one <laughs> okay. uh, also a lot of awkward scenes <laughs> like him pulling his pants yeah. down <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so anton if people want to make sure that we're here to cover phase four how can they do that they can do that by going to our website at www.the2c.com and uh you know maybe buy a sticker t-shirt and uh if there was something that we talked about on the show uh or that we talked about on our instagram or anywhere else they can tap on any of our links and it will take them to amazon and it'll give us a little kickback if anything is purchased yep yep uh, you can also follow us on at the 20C on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I worded that very oddly for some reason. Um, I usually post uh, little products on our Twitter page, you know, find a discount or just stuff we talked about. Uh, you can also send us an email to mail at 20C.com. Uh, let us know what you thought about, you know, Spider-Man, what you thought about us, what you think about that. Uh, and also don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcaster app and the YouTubes. We're on the mm-hmm. YouTubes. We're live streaming right now. And for you yep. listening on the audio podcast, you can check out our old ones. <laughs> Today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash the TOC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Um, I did talk about last week for... Stan Lee's Alliance. Uh, I haven't checked it out yet, but that is something that is worth checking out because everybody's talking about it right now online. Um, I want to check out uh, Adam Savage's new book, Every Tool's a Hammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I just loved his... He he annoyed me a little bit in, in Mythbusters, especially over time. But hearing mm-hmm. him talk about his career and life and all that on um, uh, what's his name, uh, the ID Ten T podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I, he, it got me really really sucked in. So I kind of want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. All right, Anton. I think that's it, right? Yep, that's it for the two OC. I'm Al Forrest. Now I'm Anton's wall. See you guys. Bye. Bye.